black woman, beautiful, powerful, resilient female of African descent with skin kissed by the sun. Conversation, a talk, especially an informal one between two or more people in which news and ideas are exchanged. We love being black women. Black women are ambitious. Black women are confident. Black women are diligent. We are tenacious. We walk out of our houses put together. We are many shades and personalities of fabulous. But we as black women don't talk about our dilemmas, current events, and what's going on every day that affects us. So we created this podcast as a way to laugh together, cry together, and have an open conversation about life as black women. Oh, that's deep. Black Women Conversations. Hey, Nicole. Hey, Janine. How's your week been? It has been pretty good. I went to Indianapolis for reasons unknown, and um, I got to see a lot of old friends, some of which are from my old job, some of which were from the sorority, and some are just friends that I've had for a while from undergrad, so I was excited to see them. And to me, it's always good when you move away from a place and then you go back. It feels sort of like home, you know, so it felt homey to be there. So I was excited to be there, and you know this week tomorrow I'm I'm leaving on a midnight train to Georgia now where are you oh, going I was gonna say <laughs> I'm leaving on a jet plane anyway so I'm going to the Central Association of OBGYNs conference I'm really excited me and another friend are going down there to tear up the town in Napa Valley so this is my first time going to Napa Valley so I'm excited I have been on a diet of course I don't see me but I'm slim and trim I lost about seven pounds yeah I did but guess what I'm putting them all back in wine calories okay because we have about five Five wine vineyards lined up. Yes, we are going to all of them. Yes. Yes. First of all, Nicole was slim and trim. Let me not let her trick you all. She was slim and trim prior to. So the seven pounds that she lost, I'm proud of you for losing seven pounds, Nicole, but you didn't lose seven pounds is what I'm saying. Girl, you are dreaming. Listen, I think that it's sad when people are in denial about their weight. Like, I really do think it's sad. Like, when I talk to patients about, like, hey, your obesity puts you at risk for X, Y, and Z, they think they get defensive, right? Almost like when we had I'm a pound cake on the on the show. Yeah. You know, people talk about like body shaming and stuff like that. But that's not body shaming. It's a fact. It is a fact that my BMI is a little bit over thirty. That's that's fact. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Okay. I'm thick with it. I've never been skinny. I have never been a skinny chick. I've always been curvy. And I love my curves. But, you know, after having that two-year-old, not like I pushed out a two-year-old, but y'all know what I mean. My child is two now. I can't make him the excuse that I haven't gotten rid of these extra pounds. So it was time for me to make some lifestyle changes. That's all. I mean, look, we're all here for improvement. I'm just saying you were already good. Just, you know, that's a little cherry on the top. Thank you, girl. Thank you. So what did you do this week? I relocated my life to Richmond this week. I I think I like I I feel like I haven't really talked to anyone because I've been in this like funnel of work. But um, so I got a call Monday morning that I needed to report to Richmond on Tuesday. Thank God it was my father's birthday because I use that as an excuse. He turned 81 and I use that as an excuse. So I didn't get there until Wednesday morning. 
And yeah, I got back late, late last night. I was supposed to get back this morning, but you know, it's work. So you go where they tell you where you're needed, I guess. Yeah. Um, if y'all don't know, Janine, usually she's busy. Like, don't get me wrong. You're usually busy during the day, but usually once I get in touch with you, you can at least complete sentences. Yes. Janine was so busy. Let me tell you, she was like giving you one word answers. Yes, no, maybe. I'll get back with you later. It's like the longest sentence that I heard from her over the past three days. I'll get back with you later. Someone told me, yeah, you're shorthand. I don't understand what you're saying. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like it had gotten to the point. Let me put it like this. Since Wednesday up until last night, I think that I had a cumulative six hours of sleep. It was kind of like this round the clock mission that I was on. So basically, without giving too many details, I was called in because things weren't really going the way that people had anticipated they need to go with this campaign that we're working on. And I got called in to like sort through some things, which was more like putting out fires. So from the time that I landed which wasn't really landing because I drove. But the time from the time that I got to Richmond to the time that I got home, and even this morning, I have still been working on this this project. But this weekend went really well, so hopefully it, it it's not as intense um, moving forward. But I was exhausted to say the least. I felt very isolated because you know my husband was back here and my dog was back here and I wasn't really able to talk to my friends. It was like my coworkers they kind of became instant friends and. I missed my regular life. I will say that. Well, we missed you, Janine. Welcome back. And I hope that you get the break that you deserve. You deserve a break, girl. You've been working. Girl, I wish. I just, November 2nd, by the time November 2nd gets here, I hopefully I will get a break. Just pray. November 2nd, that's a long month. But let me tell you what I'm going to do for you tomorrow. My flight leaves early, like a little bit before 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. And... I, of course, I upgraded to first class because I'm like, if I'm going to fly direct that many hours, I need to sit in first class, right? Absolutely. Plus, most of it's going to be reimbursed. So I'm like, well, I splurge, right? That's why it's reimbursing this. So I'm going to have me a mimosa as soon as I get on the plane, just for you. I'm going to have me a mimosa. I really appreciate that. Yes. Nothing like morning drinking. Absolutely. Let me tell you something. Morning drinking, I understand why people do it now. After this past week that I've had, I'm like, this is this is why people wake up and drink so that they can get through their day. And it's like, I mean, even small things like, Nicole, I had to find a grocery store so that I could get because I like to eat grapes and cheese at night. Right. So I had to find a grocery store because I needed something that resembled what home felt like because I missed home so much. And again, I'm used to traveling, but like I'm used to traveling on my own terms, not having to throw stuff in a bag at the last minute. Like I had to cancel my hair appointment. Like I had to cancel my nail appointment. I had my husband cancel my nail appointment because I completely forgot about it because my life was just uprooted so quickly. So hopefully next time I'll have a little bit of advance notice and, um, you know, have some of the things that, that remind me of home at least and get two seconds to like talk, breathe, you know, those kinds of things. But I did get COVID tested because the event that I was helping to put together over the weekend was a very massive festival. And that was the first event that I had zero control over the number of people that I came in contact with. Yeah. So I took it upon myself. There was a, you know, a COVID test at the event. And I took it upon myself to get COVID tested to make sure that I did not catch COVID and bring it home because I would have just stayed in Richmond had I have caught COVID. 
Oh my God. I'm so tired of you and all these major events and these COVID tests. Girl. Jesus. You got to be safe. You have to you be do. safe. You have to. Who is making these tests? Because I need to go and, and buy a little stock in them. I'm I was about saying. to say, you know, Abbott makes that at-home test. And some of my coworkers have invested in a, I'm not going to say invested. They've purchased a great deal of them just to be on the safe side. So they, you know, buy like, you know, 10, 12 tests at a time when they find them, which is probably why when we go looking for them, we can't find them. They're not there. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they're they, not there. We had to go to like five CVSs to get some when uh, when uh, my best friend came out here for the storm. Absolutely. So hopefully this will all be over soon. But. All right. Now, Janine, what's on your timeline this week? OK, so let me take you back a few weeks ago. So a few weeks ago, Tiffany Haddish, who we've discussed before, but this time it's a little bit different. Right. So. Tiffany Haddish was on the Smartless podcast and she made a comment that went a little viral. And the comment was basically that she would rather have property in lieu of a ring from her boyfriend rapper common. That's if he decided to propose. The exact statement that she made was if he decides that he wants to marry me, cool. I don't want a ring. I want an apartment building. You know, they present you with a ring. I want him to present me with a deed to a duplex or a 36 plex. Obviously not a real thing. That's my editorial note. And then she went on to say, come at me with a deed, baby. Don't come at me with a ring because if you're trying to buy my life and change my last name to your last name, a ring ain't going to do it. We can get a ring after you get the building, which look, if we're being honest, which we always are. I'm not mad at her thought process, to be very honest with you. We always talk about generational wealth. And in this, she discusses generational wealth and how, you know, an apartment building will leave something for the next generation and apartment buildings increase in value when, you know, while engagement rings will hold their value, they're not necessarily going to give you the return on your investment that a uh, apartment building will, right? So while I'm not mad at it, I do think it's kind of silly that she says that because both she and Common are already wealthy and they can already afford an apartment building. So it's not like he has to like verify that he can afford her life. But look, if that's what she wants, I'm not mad. But it's no wonder that he calls her crazy. She said that he calls her crazy. I didn't. That's what she said. So fast forward and 2Fab, which is, you know, a gossip entertainment website. They posted a YouTube video about Common. They caught up with Common. Common was like getting in his car from an appearance or something. And they stopped him and they asked him a bunch of questions in reference to what Tiffany had said. And basically he laughed it off and he said, she always says that. So this is nothing new. It wasn't like breaking news. She's already told him. Don't give me a ring. I want an apartment complex or duplex or whatever kind of thing. And he went on to say she's about getting the land and he loves that. He said that if that's what she wants, he thinks that you should give her what she wants. And I'm not mad at that. But he did kind of like take a little detour. And then he said, you know, look, they asked him, like, well, what do you want? And he said, well, right now, all he wanted was happiness, good times and peace on earth. Pause. But he did say that when he gets, you know, gets down on one knee, he's going to propose with a country, which I was like, oh, that's cute. And more along with their tax bracket is. But he said they not discussing marriage right now. The country thing sounds nice. Sounds dope, right? 
makes a whole lot more sense for Tiffany Haddish in common than an apartment building or a duplex. But I get where she was coming from. So his whole thing is give her what she wants. I agree. You should give her what she wants. And I'm here for the property and the investment. But like when you Tiffany Haddish in common, why we can't have both? Why can't I have the duplex and the ring? I don't know. What you think, Nicole? I think hopefully this don't go viral because I just think he ain't going to marry her. I mean, so it's irrelevant. (laughs) That we're even talking about this. Listen, there has been a lot of a lot of women Common has been with that I thought, oh man, this is the one. Serena Williams. I was like, oh, that's a good look. Absolutely. That's a good look. She pretty much upgrades him realistically. Absolutely. On the superstar status. Okay. Puts him on the map. Those Caucasian people didn't know who Common was until he started dating Serena Williams. I'm just going to put it out there. That's but true. he messed that up. And they went their separate ways. When he was Erica Badu, we thought, okay, that's like an eclectic couple. They might work, you know? They both then, uh, you know, they both do the whole music game. This could work. Then that didn't work. You know, it's like all the people that I think that he's going to end up with, and it don't work. So that's why he's one peace, love, and happiness. Like, let's detour. Let's talk about something else. Because we ain't talking about buying no countries right now or buying no duplexes or even buying no ring. Because realistically, girl, you can go buy your own apartment complexes. You had enough money to Hello. invest your own money. Because uh, because realistically, I mean, Common, he has a couple of bags. But I mean, she doing the thing right now. Like she is on top. So she can go do her own investments. And you know that she's going to want a ring regardless anyway by the time they get married. So why are you making a big deal of this? You're going to want to flash a ring Amen. when you get married. So it doesn't matter how he proposes. Amen. You want him to spend some money on you? That's fine. Why? I don't know. You can spend your own money. I'm know. just saying. Maybe she feels like if she has to change her last name, then he needs to spend some coins. Who says she has to change her last name? Yeah, you're right. Because if I was her, I would stick. I wouldn't change my last name. You're right. I'm an entertainer. I'm not going to change my last name. He's common. He's an entertainer. We know him as common. We know her as Tiffany Haddish. Right. So no one is expecting her to change her last name. Do we even know common's last name? We don't know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But here's no. the thing. You're that's a good point. He has had some superstar girlfriends, Taraji. Yeah. Angela Rye. He's had some he, I thought that was gonna work for for real. Angela Rye. I thought that was gonna work. But that came and went. But now I mean he and Tiffany have been I don't together. know. I, I don't know. Look, if that's what she wants. How long have they been together? Maybe like a year. I think they announced like July of 2020 that they were a little over a year. That's a pandemic couple. (laughs) Let me tell you, when the outside opens back up, things will change. I'm telling you, the pandemic don't make it was Melissa Macklin that came on here and said, do not make any life changing decisions during During a pandemic." pandemic. You are absolutely correct. That's a psychiatrist. okay? that said that. Okay. Go back to, you can have, uh, was it, Jesus and a Therapist episode. Same time. Okay? Uh, so this is a pandemic relationship. They got together in the deep of the pandemic. Let's wait till outside open back up first before we see how committed they are. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. Here's the thing. If that's what she requires, then he knows what he needs to do to step his game up. I'm not mad at the duplex, the ring, or the house, or the country, None of it. I'm not mad at any of it. If you trying to marry me, then come correct. But I'm just saying, I just think that it's a lot. Like, especially when you can already do it for yourself. It just seemed a little strange to me. Yeah, it is. She was she just wants she's an entertainer. She's just trying to say something. You think? And she got listen, she got talk. 
Yeah, you're right. But I don't think it's that. I think that that's really how she feels. But do you remember when she went on that whole tangent about when she spends a whole bunch of money on her dress? She wears it like three or four times. She don't care that she's been seen in the red carpet on it before. I think maybe she has the mindset like, I need something to leave to the next generation and doesn't really see the importance of a ring. I do think that she might have that mindset because when you come from humble beginnings or what is what do they say? You get it out of the mud. (laughs) (laughs) Then, yeah, I mean, you you work hard for what you have. You've been hustling all your life. So I get it. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, she's going to want a ring. So I think that she's just talking right now. I think that it's good that she wears her dresses more than one time versus somebody else buying a $10,000 dress and then like donating it somewhere. Like that's wasteful. So I'm glad to see somebody else wearing stuff more than one time. But let's be real, Janine. There are dresses that we only wear one time because it's been seen on the gram already. So we not going to wear this again because we want to take pictures of it again. I mean, that's Amen. what people do now, you know? Absolutely. So I am so, so salute to her for wearing her dresses more than one time i mean that's great but she knows she gonna want a ring (laughs) just saying yeah she didn't say no ring she said building first and then we can buy she said once he buys the building they can figure the ring out what does that mean he's still gonna have to go and buy the ring you mean you can pick your own ring out you can do that now if he proposes it you don't like the ring he can bring the ring back absolutely yeah i agree it's a little bit yeah but i'm sure they have a jeweler i mean it's it's common. I mean, he's going to have a private jeweler that's going to build a ring. And if she doesn't like it, he's going to give it back and say, build me something else. Mm-hmm. And they're going to melt that ring down and recycle that diamond for somebody else and keep on moving. I agree. Just saying. But I think she'll want a ring. I think that's what she wants. Yeah. Yeah. So if you marry Tiffany Haddish, if it's common or whoever marries Tiffany Haddish, get her a building and a ring. I'm just surprised they're together. But either way, we can. Let's move on. <laughs> Just, I'm just surprised. I'm, is it just me? I'm just surprised that they're together. Look, I think Common has a very eclectic taste in women. And what it's seeming like is if you have two legs and you will give him some attention, he'll love you too. I will say that he doesn't date very superficial women. I've seen that. He dates women with some depth to them, which I can appreciate. But every time I think about Tiffany Haddish, I still think of her in that movie, Nobody's Fool, where she's playing the sister that just got out of jail. Yes. You know, with Amari Hart. I mean, I just think about her like that. And so when it comes to her dating comment, I just can't even see her as anybody else. Yeah. That's just like um, Tiana Taylor. Every time I think about her, I think of Byrie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. But yeah, Tiana way. Taylor will forever be Byrie mm-hmm. forever. And yeah, Tiffany, I don't know. Here's the thing. I, let me tell you this. You don't really know what actors and actresses are like because what makes them really good at what they do is that they exactly us, right. So yes. who knows? And who who knows? Maybe they're kinky. I have no idea, but I wish them the best. And I hope that Tiffany gets her building in her ring, girl. All right, Johnny. So speaking of these untraditional proposals or requests for proposals, let's talk through some scenarios from our listeners. Why don't we? Let's do it. Okay, so the first letter reads, Janine and Nicole, I recently got engaged, but I'm not sure if I should break it off. Ooh, that's a bad way to start a letter, isn't it? Ooh. 
She says, uh, my fiance proposed with a puppy at a Pacers game a few weeks ago. He had the sports announcer ask the question as it popped up on the big screen. The question said, will you marry us? When I looked down, it, he had a puppy in his hand. I thought it was sweet because I always wanted a dog and he knew it, but he had no ring. When we got back home, he explained that he wanted us to have something together, quote unquote. That's why he got the dog. Am I just wrong for wanting a ring? I feel like he should have known I wanted a ring. Ladies, what would you do if you were me? So let me just say this. We start with the positive, right? We're going to do a compliment sandwich here. I think it's super cute and super thoughtful to propose at a Pacers game. And I think it's even more thoughtful to propose with a puppy because if it were me, I would have said yes, just because there was a puppy. However, I probably would be with you in asking, where's my ring? I get it. It's cute. And if you want me to marry us, then I need a ring to say that we are going to go into this together. When you propose with a puppy and no ring, the puppy's cute. It's a cute, like, you know, accouchement. But it's not the main course. Stop it. Give me a ring. Okay, but the puppy's cute. Here's my thing. A puppy is a responsibility. You do not propose with a responsibility. That's like proposing with a child. I appreciate the puppy and we can share the puppy and love and care and nurture the puppy. And I will love you for being so thoughtful, but I, that does not take the place of a ring. So give me the ring. Then we can take care of the puppy together because what you're not going to do is propose with an obligation. That's, that's not fun. Well, Janine, I'll say this. If you propose with an apartment building, that's also responsibility. It's called that makes me money. tenants and it makes money, but it's still a responsibility. So we can't say that because those other things, even though they make money. Janine didn't ask for apartment building to be proposed to. <laughs> that was Tiffany Haddish. Janine never said, oh, she wants to have an apartment building. Janine didn't say that. Now, if you propose with a house, yeah, that's responsibility, but that's my, that I, it belongs to me and it will give me shelter. And the, no, 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 no. An apartment building. Janine never asked for an apartment building proposal. That was Tiffany. Let's be clear. No, I, you right. You're right. You're right. That wasn't you. Mm-mm. You're right. Proposing with a house will be different because you got to live somewhere. Amen. Right. That's a, that's different, too. Now, I will say about this one. Um, so this is probably going to be a lot of information. But my husband and I, when we first got married that first year, which for a lot of people is the hardest year, it was the hardest year for us. OK, the hardest year. And so we went through counseling. And while we were in counseling, my husband bought me a puppy. OK, <laughs> We got her, Sophie. She's here with us, right? Uh She's our first child. And the counselor, when I was in my one-on-one session, said, why did you agree to get a puppy? Because now that takes the attention away from your relationship. It, It allows you to sort of disseminate your attention other places and it distracts you away from your relationship. So why introduce something that's going to distract you from building a life together, or at least starting a good foundation, planning this wedding the way you need to be, the way it needs to be planned. And now it's going to create more stress on your relationship because who potty training the puppy? Y'all are. You got to get up every two hours to take that puppy outside to potty train. And don't have one of those little bitty puppies with the little bitty bladders like we have. Uh-huh. I mean, you are literally setting your alarm clock to get up and take this puppy outside to go and pee. Even if you want the puppy to use the little puppy pad, you still got to wake up and put the puppy on the puppy pad every two hours. Okay. It is like training a child. So why introduce that stress? 
into your relationship. Puppies are all cute when they're on the pictures and you cuddle with them, but when they poop and crap on the floor or when you have to find a sitter for the puppy or when you have to board the puppy and pay for boarding of the puppy, now it's responsibility. It's time, it's work, it's responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, so I would say, I would tell him, hey, I wanted a dog, but I wanted a dog after we got married, once we established something for our, ourselves. And so I would tell him that nicely. I don't think this is a reason to break off the engagement. You have not because you ask not, right? They're so, not engaged. Ain't no ring. They're not engaged. Well, listen, he asked and she said yes. So that's an engagement. Tentative. It's a, it is what it is. You asked. He said, yes, y'all celebrated. You were on the kiss cam. Y'all are engaged. And I get that you didn't want to tell or explain this to him because you would have embarrassed him in public. Okay. Cause you would, you would have embarrassed him. So I get that. But now that y'all are home, it's been a couple weeks. You didn't watch that puppy crap all over the floor and pee. You got to pull out the, the steamer and the, mm. the shampoo every week, baby. Listen, I love you, but. We're going to have to get rid of this puppy right now. You and the puppy can go until I get my ring. (laughs) But you need to tell him, hey, listen, I really expected a ring. And you're right. He should know that you wanted a ring. He should know you well enough if he's proposing. And maybe he has plans to save for a ring, but he wanted to propose on that specific date because it had meaning for you. I don't know. But you do need to not, you know, tiptoe around. This is somebody you're going to be married to for the rest of your life. If you can't talk to who you're about to marry, then you don't need to marry him. And so if I can't tell James there's something I want or I expect in a kind manner, because let me tell you about these men's egos. We need to do a whole episode, Johnino egos, okay? You got to tread lightly and you got to like massage the back and do all these things to make it sound like it's his idea, okay? And to also make sure you don't burn that ego because he thinks he did something with that puppy. I'm not telling you to get rid of that puppy, but if you really want, you know, a ring, you're going to have to say, babe, when are you going to give me the ring? I'm so excited about our engagement. I'm excited to look for the ring. What am I? And so if he says something like, we don't have that on a budget, Something breaks. I was about to say, because if you can't afford a ring, then you can't afford a wedding. And that means you can't afford Janine. That's what that means. Correct. Correct. So if you want a ring, you can kindly say you're excited about the the engagement. You're looking forward to it. But when are we going ring shopping? You got to put it out there. Now, if you are okay with this puppy, that's fine. But I would put the onus on him to take care of that puppy. Mm -hmm. Who's getting up at two in the morning? He is. And when he complains about it, you remind him that, hey, you want to build something together. Okay. And when you have the baby or whatever, if you have a baby, you're going to be the person getting up with that baby the most uh, majority of the time. So make him get up with this puppy. Okay. He bought the puppy. He owns the puppy. It's y'all's puppy in the daytime. It's his puppy at night. It's either my puppy or his puppy until I get a ring. So either I keep him and he keeps the puppy or I keep the puppy and he keeps himself one or the other until I get a ring. There's no we until I have a ring. Just saying. Y'all, Janine is just playing with y'all. She I'm playing. not. You can ask Ken. Ken, turn your mic on. Go ahead. Turn your mic on. Turn on your mic, Ken. Ken, would you have ever proposed to me with a puppy? As much as I love puppies. No. See, but you know what? Everybody likes what they like, right? Just like. Just like Common says, he, she should get what she wants. And if he really thought she wanted a puppy, then I applaud him for getting that puppy. But he should have known that she wanted a ring more. You just have to, you want a puppy, you got a puppy. But now you got to say what you want. You got to be direct. 
but sugarcoat that. Okay. But I don't that ego. How do you get, I want a puppy means that you get a puppy instead of a ring. Like, I don't understand how that works. Can't she have a puppy and a ring? Like she can, but she's going to have to say it. Since it's been a couple of weeks and he ain't mentioned no ring shopping, she's going to have to say it. Yeah, she's going to have to. And and just know, I don't remember what the listener's name is, but just know that if you have to explicitly spell things out for your husband, your fiance now, this you will have to explicitly spell things out for him from now on. Just know that that's what you are dealing with. Even if you even if you didn't have to explicitly, you're going to have to once you get married. Let me tell you something. All of a sudden, anything that happened before you got married, once you get married, if I say, babe, can you wash the dishes? He'll wash the dishes, but he's not going to wipe down the counters or wipe the stove off. You're going to have to say, babe, can you wash the dishes, wipe down the countertop and wipe the stove surface, please? please. And then he'll do it because you told him exactly what to do. And please do it tonight. Because if you don't say the specific time, he'll just do it when he wants to do it. We'll talk about men on another another day. We're going to get a man. What's that What's that man's name that wrote that book that you had on Pregnancy Pearls? We need to get him on so he can help us with men. Oh, the guy from Men to Heal. Yeah, he would be good. All right, Janine. So uh, what's your letter? Okay, this one is from a guy. It says, hi, ladies. My fiance listens to you all in the car all the time. And the other day I heard another brother write in. So I figured I'd give it a shot, too. My fiance wants to have a wedding and I really don't want to. I just want to have a small ceremony and a small get together first because of COVID. But more importantly, I don't want to waste the money. She wants to use the 78K that I've saved up for a house and my emergency fund. And I just don't agree. I think we should have something within the $10,000 budget that her father gave her. I even offered to chip in an additional 5K, but she said that wasn't enough. I just dropped almost 8K on her ring. I don't think that it makes sense to spend 15K on a wedding, especially not in a pandemic. We can't seem to agree on this point. What do you think? Signed, and then he put a PS that he said, I'm 38 and my fiance is 28 and we live in Bessemer. 78k if you're talking about a 20% down payment on a house that's a that's a nice size house i mean you can get a lot of house in bessemer so what i would do if i was you i would look at what's the budget for the house like how much house do we actually want and how much do i need for that house okay and i'll be real about that and i would go to my fiance and say hey listen I want to give you the world, but I want to make sure that we have a house to live in when we get through traveling the world. (laughs) So make sure she understands that the priority is to buy a house. Now, the difference between 28 and 38 is a big difference. Okay. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the age difference, but I'm talking about the maturity level difference. Okay. At 28, I think I was pretty mature. I was already a homeowner at that time. I already had my own car, but For me, I'm, you know, the rarity out of my friends. Most of my friends didn't have houses when they were 26, 27, 28, like I did, okay? Because I was hell-bent on making sure I had a home because that was instilled in me at a very early age to get a house. That was your priority house, 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 right? But if that's not her priority and she is not used to budgeting, then you're going to have to be the person that sort of rubs her in. I would suggest one making her more excited about looking for her houses. Cause once you start looking, it's exciting. It's mm-hmm. exciting. 
It's exciting. And she will be more interested in looking for a house than planning that wedding. Trust me. But if she really wants to have a wedding, perhaps suggest a destination wedding. You can have a really nice destination wedding with $15,000 and it's outside. So you're going to protect yourself against COVID. And there are regulations that you have to have if you're going out of the country and coming back in that forces people to get COVID tested. So then you're more protected than having a wedding in Alabama. That's what I would suggest. That keeps you safer and that keeps your budget down. If she really wants to have a wedding in Alabama, $15,000 wedding in Alabama is not a shabby wedding. But what I would do, no. But what I would do is cut down on amount of guests. I would say, hey, we need to cut down the amount of guests. And perhaps you can have it outdoors at like a really nice house or in a venue that's really nice and have it outside. So that's what I would do. Have a smaller wedding outside and even have it outside at somebody's house. Now, it sounds like you make a quite a bit of money. I mean, you've been able to save, you know, $78,000. You're looking to budget. So you must have a decent job. You probably have people that have really nice facilities that you can utilize. Look at some of those options for your reception. You can keep it within $15,000. That's a decent budget for her. And if she doesn't agree with your $5,000 and her dad's $10,000, she's going to have to come out of her own coin somewhere. Just saying. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head when you said, if you don't agree with the 10,000 and the 5,000 that he's given, then you supplement that money. Here's some water because you just preached. One, at 28, you know what everyone is at 28? Immature and selfish. Like, Nicole is the exception to the rule. She had a house and she was able to take care of herself, but most 28-year-olds, especially nowadays are selfish and immature. And you know what they live off of? The gram. And you know what they look at? What other people have. And you know what they want? Everything that everybody else has. The reality is, is that you probably are more mature, more stable, and you've thought about this. You've been working probably a lot longer. And you, as Nicole said, probably have a great job. And she probably sees that and she wants what she wants. But let me tell you something. If you give in on this right now, then you're going to be giving in for the rest of your marriage. She's going to be, oh, I want this. I see this Chanel bag, this Gucci this, this Gucci that. That's what I want. That's what I want, right? Does she work? Does your fiance work? I'm just curious if she works. Because let me tell you, you just said that you dropped 8K on a ring. So you got her a nice ring. And you're about to, in addition to that, buy her a house As Nicole said, if you're putting down 20%, you're buying a nice house. So what exactly is she complaining about? She wants a a wedding that's more than $15,000. You know what I would do if I were your fiance, which I'm not, but if I were, I would be like, buy me the house. We can have the wedding in the backyard. And I would, and I would take whatever money it is that my dad gave me and decorate for this wedding in the backyard that we're about to have. Sabar said that his fiance listens. So we know that she's going to listen to this. When you listen in the car and you know that this is you because you know that you are engaged by Richard Bessemer. Girl, let me tell you something. This man has thought this out and planned this out very well. And he's super thoughtful and mature. And he took the time to write a letter to the podcast that he knows that you listen to. Appreciate what this man is telling you. He's he's leading you and guiding you in the right direction. Girl, if you don't spend this $15,000 on this wedding and have you a good good old time in the backyard of your brand new house, thank us later. 15K is your max budget, girl. Live within it, okay? I'm just thinking about it. Really, the backyard of the house will be fantastic. Hire an event planner. She can hire my event planner that I had with uh, Harrison Park. She travels and she does fantastic weddings, okay? On a budget. So she could do your wedding. I'm just in your house. 
What better way to introduce your friends to your new house than at your wedding? That's a good idea, Johnny. And and I will say this, uh, Rob. Tell you what. Thank you for listening, girl. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you both for listening. We do appreciate you. Girl, you know yeah. how many you know how many of these people on the gram that's showing you their sizzle reel would love to have a husband that bought them a house after they bought an eight thousand dollar ring? I'm just saying, girl. And don't believe the gram. The gram will have you thinking people got more than they have. The gram will have you thinking these people just because they got 70, 80,000 followers are making a lot of money. And that may not be the case. Okay. Yes. So, and that house that they're renting is their house, or that that a uh, Mercedes that they're driving is something that they purchased. No, they rented it, not even leased. So, don't let the gram fool you. Yeah, she'll be okay. Just give her give her two years, because once you hit thirty, it's a whole different level of maturity. All right, Janine, what did you learn new this week? Okay, so I've heard of dowries before, which I really didn't understand. So I kind of went looking for that, but then I found something called. A bride price, also known as a bride wealth or a bride token, where essentially men were supposed to like pay the family of the woman that they were marrying to prove that they could afford them, which, hey, look, I'm not mad at the idea of it. You know, why wouldn't you want the one that could take care of your daughter to pay you so that they can show that they can take care of you, even though it makes me feel a little like women are property. So I learned about that. And then the other thing I learned about is the reason why we wear engagement rings on our left finger. So you're supposed to wear it on your left hand because of something called vena amoris which literally is the latin term for vein of love so they thought that there was a vein that ran from the left fourth finger to your heart so that's why you're supposed to wear your engagement ring on your left fourth finger yeah now we know that that's just uh, let me not even get scientific with y'all but it's not true they thought I'm like back in Latin days. That's why it hasn't translated. I guess it like all connects back to the subclavian, maybe, which then feeds off of the aorta. Just uh... too complicated. So what I learned new is it's an Irish tradition that women can only propose during leap day, which is February 29th. So. Mm-hmm. Meaning, hey, you can propose and a man was expected to pay a penalty if he refused a marriage proposal from a woman on leap day. Wait, what? So basically, if a woman decided to propose, the man had to say yes or he had to pay. Yes. Irish tradition. I'm glad I'm not Irish. Never well, it said, but that's the only time a woman could propose was on that February 29th. Got it. I wouldn't be interested. I'm sorry. Just, that's just not my ministry. I'm here to be proposed to, cater to and bought. Like, not literally, but you know, that's how society goes, you know. All right. Are you ready for the motivational moment? Yes, ma'am. All right. The motivational moment reads, it doesn't matter if you're proposed to with a ring or a musical ensemble with a new Porsche. If you like it, we love it. Find someone who knows what you really want and value and grow old together. Happily ever after. Until we meet again. Pray, work, slay. And show off your melanated excellence. Bye! Oh, That's Deep Black Women Conversations is produced by Nicole Lee Plenty and Janine Brunson Johnson. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Get the Oh, That's Deep Black Women Conversation podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, 
Google Podcasts, or where you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and rate us. You can follow Oh That's Deep Black Women Conversations on IG at Oh That's Deep BWC. Oh That's Deep Black Women Conversations is a Mean Old Lion Media production.